Tune in for all the reviews of the latest Indian streaming shows with Suchin Mehrotra and get the most bang for your binge. No series this year has had as much of an immediate, intense and firm hold over me as Homi Adhajaniya's Saas Bahu or Flamingo on Disney Plus Hotstar. SPF, as I'll call it, left me flustered, frazzled, frustrated, confused, engrossed and besotted, sometimes all within a single episode. A scorching, scattered, hot mess, but one that, for the most part, I couldn't get enough of. Fair warning, mild spoilers ahead for the first three episodes of Saas Bahu or Flamingo. SPF follows an all-women-run 500 crore global drug empire based out of a remote corner of Ran Pradesh in Gujarat. I'll just pause for a second to give you a second to process just how freaking badass that one-liner is. The Rani Cooperative, as it's called, is run by Saraswati, or as the locals call her, Rani Ba, played by a terrific, thunderous Dimple Kapadia. She's the drug lord dawn with a heart of gold who spent her lifetime building a massive operation that supports and employs women who've had their lives destroyed by violence and abuse in this year's most unlikely empowerment fable. Raniba runs her enterprise with the help of her four, sort of, children. Her daughter, Shanta, played by a striking Radhika Madan, and her two daughters-in-law, Kajal, played by a fierce Angiradhar, and Bijli, played by a marvelously restrained Isha Talwar. Not to mention her adopted son Dhiman, played by a standout Udit Arora. Shanta is the chemist, the brains behind their world-class cocaine. Kajal manages production. Bijli looks at the sales and numbers and Dhiman oversees distribution. The premise sounds thrilling but familiar. We've seen countless crime thrillers, illegal empires and drug mafias on streaming but I haven't seen anything quite like this. There's just so much style, swag and specificity within this world. After the son of Maharashtra's deputy CM falls into a coma after overdosing on cocaine, the walls start closing in on Rani Ba's operation, with the cops hot on her tracks. Elsewhere, there's also the matter of her sadistic competitor in the drug game, who's known only as Monk, played by an unsettling Deepak Dobriyal. The sparse, desert setting, the staging, cinematographer Linesh Desai's vibrant visuals. Sachin Jigar's trippy, rustic score, those performances and even the costumes and the tattoos on these women come together magnificently to create something that feels distinctive, refreshing and, dare I say it, cinematic. SPF also offers one of my favourite ensembles in recent memory, purely in terms of a bunch of very cool actors playing some bloody cool characters that just leap off the screen. Police and rival drug lords aside, the further complication and other key inciting incident here is that Rani Ba's two blithering buffoonish sons who live and work in the US and have no idea what their mother really does for a living are finally brought into the family business. There's obnoxious, entitled, dumbass Harish played by an excellent Ashish Varma and his insufferable, timid, vegan brother couple played by Varun Mitra. If these two wrote a joint autobiography, it'd be called A Tale of Two Chomus. SPF shines as a result of Homi's commitment to trying to do something different and distinctive in every scene. I love the show's playful, cheeky use of violence, for example. There's a banger of a chaotic action scene at the end of the first episode, and that alone is enough to make this entire show worthwhile. Or then later on when a character realizes that the dead bad guy hidden under the dining table isn't fully dead, so she has to carefully finish the job without anyone realizing. Or the way the sex scenes are shot, or the hypnotic trippiness of Harish being high out of his mind. Perhaps my favorite sequence is when the police is trying to catch a dog who's got some dude's amputated hand in its mouth. It's so much fun to watch. 
I also like that Homi and his writer Saurav De, Nandini Gupta, Karan Vyas, and Aman Manan refused to spoon feed this world to us. We're thrown into the proceedings and made to gradually uncover it for ourselves, as if we're made to jump on a moving train. But as much as I enjoyed its pacey energy and refusal to simplify the storytelling, what at first felt intentional starts to give way as we start to see cracks form in the narrative. SPF is so taken and overexcited by creating indelible micro moments, which it does bloody well, that it starts to lose sight of the macro picture. Take the first three episodes, for example. All three end with solid cliffhangers, and each of them feel like they could be their own pilot episode that set up a slightly different story within this world. Also, I'm personally tired of the succession narrative, which is a major plot point here. Rani Ba tells her four kids and two daughters-in-law that one of them will soon be crowned her successor, kicking off a whole bunch of scheming and power plays between the group. Double also, I was annoyed by the fact that the first episode introduces us to a scintillating world of these badass drug lord women. Then all I wanted to do was spend more time with Bijli Kajal and Shanta, but instead, for much of the first three episodes, the focus remains on the two brothers, the men, which sort of takes away from the whole point, no? By the latter half of the season, things start to feel particularly unfocused, scattered, and disjointed. After a point, I started to wonder what direction the show wanted to go in, because it feels like the answer is all of them. The thrill and rush of jumping onto that moving train starts to feel like a raw one action set piece. As we're forced to jump between several trains at once, then there's the shaky editing issue. Despite being edited by the man himself, A. Shrikar Prasad, SPF is very oddly stitched together. Scenes don't really flow into each other. Some seem to have no real resolutions, and certain scenes even randomly interrupt other scenes. There's a sequence early on which focuses on our two bumbling brothers, and then suddenly we cut to Rani Ba staring at her injuries in the mirror, and then randomly we cut back to the brothers. Or take the particularly shaky fourth episode. We see Dhiman talking to his mother Rani Ba. Cut to idiot brothers Harish and Kapil, and cut back to Dhiman and Rani Ba continuing the very same conversation in the same room. Similarly, we see characters who we last left in one place suddenly pop up elsewhere. There just isn't enough connective tissue between the scenes. It's like watching really cool bullet points rather than sentences that smoothly flow into each other. आपके आसपास कोई पाबलो एस्कोबार बनके बैठा है और आपको पता भी नहीं है। उसने मेरा दिन का दिन का करके सब कुछ छीना। आर्या पार का वक्त आ चुका है। Eventually, SPF becomes an ongoing eight-episode competition between stunning standalone sequences and poor plotting and structure. That is before the spectacular mess of a final episode, where things come apart entirely into a blur of twists next to twists inside other twists. By the end, Sas Bahu or Flamingo felt like a wildfire fever dream of unbridled imagination, and I didn't know whether to be disappointed at its many fundamental structural flaws, or celebrate the fact that this show has some of my favorite on-screen moments of the year so far, which are forever seared into my mind. At its best, Sas Bahu or Flamingo demanded all of me. I was quite literally hooked. It left me buzzing, and I couldn't get enough. But after a point, you can't help but shake the feeling that you might just be addicted to something that perhaps isn't good for you. You can watch Sas Bahu or Flamingo on Disney Plus Hotstar. Thank you for listening to the Film Companion podcast. Stay tuned for more reviews, interviews, and all that's hot and happening in pop culture and entertainment.